0: He's breaking it down, so you don't have to. This is Breaking It Down with Frank McKay on 107.1 WLIRFM Hampton Bays.
1: I'd like to welcome everyone Break. to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here, so much more importantly. David Page is our very special guest, and uh, and my god, uh, Toto has, has been, uh, it's, it sounds like I'm saying they're old, but they're not. They're fresh, they're as fresh as ever. Uh, Toto has been around a long time for a bunch of young guys and uh, I'll tell you what I think the only two if I remember correctly the only two that have been on every uh, every Studio album Toto has, and he'll correct me if I'm wrong. Is, uh, is David and uh, and Steve Lukather. Uh, but I, I'll tell you what yeah. a what an accomplishment that is. I think there's 17 of them, and and the latest is just is great. You're going to be able to see these guys live. And uh, David, let me let me welcome you. How are you?
2: I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate. it Yeah, Toto's been doing great there. They've been uh, uh, opening for Journey. And they will be opening for Journey next year. They're doing 40 more dates. So I'm going to fly out, I'll probably to New York. You know what I mean? Uh, They play in New York. I'm going to probably fly out there to play with them. And uh, it's very exciting. The band's a great band right now. It's really good. Joseph Williams is singing his ass off. Lukather's playing better than ever. I just got off the phone with him. He's with Ringo Starr right now, doing the All-Star Band. Yep. And uh, he's rocking it out there. And... uh, it's just—it's all fabulous. You know, I'm living
1: the dream. Uh, you know, Joseph Williams—you mentioned—I've had him before. He's got some good blood in him, right? That's the son of John Williams, the uh, the the great composer. Oh yeah, oh yeah. A lot of a lot yeah.
2: Of he's definitely he de- definitely shares some musical DNA with his father. He's very
1: talented. I, I mean, you have to look back, and again, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you've got to look back at what you've done and be very proud. I mean. You know, when Weezer puts out uh, Africa and it's a smash hit and uh, and, and they sound basically they did it to sound basically like Toto. Right. And, and those guys have had. It you, did. Yeah, it sounded a lot like Toto. And, and and I mean that as a compliment to Weezer. Those guys are very talented. But when that happens just recently, yeah. you've got to look back and say, you know what? I, I did pretty damn good for myself and and all the people that yeah. you've played with. I, you've got to be pretty proud of what you've done.
2: Yeah. Every once in a while, the band, we get together, we look at each other, we take stock and go, guys, we are, we're, we're, we did. Okay. We made our mark. We made, main thing was to make our mark in the musical world. You know what I mean? And leave, leave, make a contribution musically to to leave the earth in a better place. You know what I mean? So, uh, I thank you for the for the gesture. And yeah, we, uh, we try and take stock of it every once in a while and thank thank for our, thank the man upstairs for our blessings. And, uh, And just the musical talent that we've been surrounded with here, and it's been a very, very joyous ride.
1: Yeah. Well, listen, I' I, nice of you to say that too. Uh, Give us a little something on the new material, Um, and and if you can, uh, let us know after you're done with that. Is is there a lot of your material that we have never heard? But start with the new material. Give us a little like overview.
2: Well, there's a new song called uh, "Will I Belong to You." That's a song that uh, Joseph and I wrote together. And uh, he had the chorus. He had this really catchy chorus. And I was really challenged. So I wrote a, uh, uh, I had a piece of a, of a verse that I called a verse. And so I finished the verse and, and hooked it on. Uh, she played it for Joseph. And we attached the two pieces together and then uh, added some instrumental stuff in the middle of it. So it turned out to be kind of a, a little uh, fool's overture, you know, for. Uh, uh, the beginning of the album, right there, and then we uh, we jump jump down to uh, uh, Spirit of the Moonrise, which is again Joseph and myself writing that. And uh, I came out of a dream, uh, a reoccurring dream I had about a girl riding a painted horse, um, hmm. and so Joseph and I uh, fleshed out the narrative on that. And uh, Luke Luke there again came to the rescue, playing magnificent guitar. Mike McDonald uh, sing some cameos from the very end. They're just wonderful step out. Mm -hmm. And he sings on the chorus with me. And I do want to thank Mike McDonald for participating in that. And, uh, let's see. Our next cut is a cut called, um, the first time, which is, uh, a father's, uh, song about his daughter coming of age. And, uh, it's very personal songs written about my daughter and for my daughter. And, uh, she even jumped in the studio when I wasn't around and, and threw a, a cameo vocal on it, yeah. an answer vocal that I really love. And I, I just, you know, it was hard to be mad at her because I, <laughs> I was a little surprised that she went in the studio and started working on my solo album without <laughs> me being there, you know. So, yeah. But she's 33, so she, she's got a lot of moxie, you know. And she says, Dad, you needed this part in here. And I said, after listening to it, I my heart just filled, you know. So uh, that's first time. And uh, I had that riff the longest. That's probably one of the, the ones we started with the first time. Uh, as you can hear in the very opening four bars, there's a riff that I play, and it's the demo sound, the demo riff. So it starts out with the demo, and then all this other music starts evolving, coming on here. The next song, am I doing okay here? Yeah, you're can doing great, going?
1: please. Yeah, keep it keep it going.
2: Okay, the next song is a song called uh, Queen's Charade, which, believe it or not, uh, was taken from a Tchaikovsky opera called called Queen of Spades. Oh. It's a loose, loose, it's very loose blueprint of that story about an obsessed gambler and about a cunning uh, duchess who who uh, turns tricks with her cards <laughs> and uh, uh, a lot of lot of gambling and carousing uh, and. Uh, 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 Recklessness going on to the song here i had steve jordan who's currently with the stones he played drums on the song so uh and i got don felder to play slide guitar on the phone on the song he does a great job a guy named warren ham who uh, plays with Ringo star played the blues harmonica which is sensational and steve luther is on rhythm guitar which no one plays better rhythm than he is and uh uh it was just fantastic uh uh i really uh, that's one of my favorite songs hey, you know the you just mentioned After a lot of the talent song.
1: there that's a, that's an awful lot of talent yeah, keep going yeah, please
2: yeah yeah uh the next song is a song called uh all the tears that shine written by myself and and, and my colleague michael sherwood who mike sherwood passed away this last year by okay. the way so okay. i wanted to commemorate honor him by putting the, the version of the, the demo version of his vocal on, on, on the record, so they could hear well, how what the writer really sounded like after he helped co-write the lyrics, and uh, 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 we we uh, kept his vocal, and then I remade the whole track underneath it, and uh, it was just fantastic. I the, thought the, the job that he did, and uh, uh, we will miss him dearly.
1: I love that you did that.
2: Uh, the gonna... last song, yeah. That's also, by the way, that's Davey Johnston on acoustic guitar uh, from Elton's band playing oh, wow. acoustic guitar and some of the electric stuff. And uh, Billy Sherwood, Mike's brother, does some of the ad-libs at the very end. And,
1: uh, was Billy Sherwood uh, with Yes? The last... Was he with Yes?
2: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And uh, then the last song is called Lucy, which was kind of a homage to my father, who was a jazz piano player. Him and uh, uh, Mel Torme used to make records together, great jazz records together. So I called his son, James Torme, and had him come in my studio and scat on the uh, on the vocal and do it. So it was kind of a, a page uh, Torme reunion here with the kids. Wow. So that was a lot of fun. And uh, uh, we just tried to do, to do something a little bit different on that record there. And, uh, and uh, I think it came out great.
1: Uh, do you have a site uh where people can go and, and give us the full name and give us uh give us i' I'm,
2: I'm building one right as, as we speak I'm, I'm i'm' very very delinquent at my website That's i'm building one right now so it should be done within the month That's here, right. you know what i mean so uh do, you, do, you yes, do anything, will be soon
1: do you do anything yeah. with social media
2: yes yeah. i do yeah. i i uh i i do interviews i do instagram uh a little bit of Facebook, but mainly, mainly Instagram I've been doing lately. And I have a guy, Steve Karras, is taking care of all my interviews, and, and a girl named Jennifer Freed uh, handles all my socials.
1: Well, listen. Great job. Congratulations on everything. Just a, a huge not only the the new album, the solo stuff, but uh, all all of your work over the years. Uh, and one listen, one last question before I let you go: Is there a lot of is there a lot of material, David Page material, that we've never heard?
2: I wouldn't say a lot of it, but there is but there's odds and ends of material that I haven't heard that is probably a little bit more require a little bit more fleshing out. Before it can be listened to by consumers, but uh, yes, I do have more material.
1: And what would you say it is? Like, what what do you say that you have recorded that we've never heard? Is it twenty songs, fifty songs, ten songs? I mean,
2: oh no, oh no, I would say less than less than twenty songs.
1: Yeah, well, that's interesting.
2: For right now, yeah. just great. that's all I can find right now. As I, as I dig into my treasure chest, there may be more down there that i forgot about. You know.
1: David Page, uh, real honor to talk to you. What a career! Uh, take a bow, take a uh, take a victory lap, and and to uh, and to your your colleagues and Toto. I uh, can't wait to see them on on uh, on the road and, uh, and listen to your daughter and uh, and and your your dad. That's three generations of of talented uh, music coming out yeah. of the Pages. So uh, you know, thank you very much for being here.
2: I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you to all the support from friends, family, and fans out there where you are. And uh, we couldn't have done it without you. We're very blessed uh, that we could uh, share these gifts with you. And uh, God bless all of you.
1: David Page, everyone, a, uh, just a legendary career, still going strong. Uh, get the, the solo material that y- you just heard about and just uh, t- tremendous, just a tremendous talent. Thrilled to have him. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking
0: It Down. He's breaking it down so you don't have to. This is Breaking It Down with Frank McKay on 107.1 WLIRFM Hampton Bays.
1: I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Grace on Fear the Walking Dead uh, is our very special, well, the actress, I should say, who plays Grace. But, boy, she will be remembered as all of these actors and actresses will in one of the legendary shows of all-time franchises of all-time Karen David uh is uh you yeah, know is uh, honestly uh has just put together an incredible career for herself and as of October 17th uh Fear the Walking Dead returns on AMC and uh, you can stream early on AMC Plus but uh very very exciting and uh she's got to be very excited Karen how are you i'm so I'm so happy to be here talking with you <laughs> yeah, i i i imagine Uh, You know, I I mean, this is life changing to be part of something like this, because, you know, that for years and years and years, people 20 years from now, 50 years from now, people are going to be watching this franchise. It's just one of those shows like The Sopranos or Breaking Bad, um, you know, Walking Dead, you know, all of these all of these shows that uh, that we're talking about, they're going to live forever. You got to feel like you're part of something special.
3: I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. This is um, I knew how big the universe was when I when I got the role of Grace and I was so I was so excited. I was excited and wonderfully overwhelmed as well. The fandom, uh, there's such a lovely bunch of humans and um, incredibly supportive and ever so welcoming. And they just made me feel part of the family the minute that I stepped foot on set. Um, which, you know, joining, like you said, joining a big universe like The Walking Dead universe and joining an existing show like Fear the Walking Dead, it which has already established its heartbeat and its pace of the show, um, was, it's kind of like the first day of school nerves and you just you just got to hope and pray that, oh, you want everyone to like you and you also want to um, do the best you can with breathing life into this character that's going to be a mainstay in the show. So um, it was a good good kind of pressure to have um, and I, I often kind of compare it to uh, uh, playing um, double dutch skipping. You kind of have to just jump right in and just keep up with 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 the pace and hope for the best but my first day on set back in season five was with Alicia and Lenny and they were so wonderful and you know my first day nerves just kind of dissipated they were so lovely and and yeah I felt like I had known them forever so it was it was a lovely lovely memory to have of my first day with them
1: yeah well it, listen it's it's historic because of we know. Uh, how this show is uh, is perceived? Uh, it, it doesn't only have a cult following, but it, it's people respect it. I mean, the way it's done, the writing, uh, everything that uh, that you can imagine about the show is is uh, is highly regarded. I, again, I you know I I liken it to say The Sopranos, or Breaking Bad, or you know one of those shows that just uh, expects to live forever. When you get into a situation, you mentioned the beginning of the uh, the fifth season. Uh, does the does the cast and crew just go on as, as as if it's any old show, or is there a different skip to their step? Is there a different attitude all around that uh, that they're they're involved with something special? Is, is it there, or would we just assume that from the outside? Oh, um,
3: we have such an incredibly hardworking and passionate and lovely supportive crew and uh, cast and creatives. And it, it does take a village to make something so special and epic, especially now moving into season six and season seven, where we are following the anthology style. So it's essentially like creating mini movies for every episode. And the lens is very focused, very much focused on each of our individual characters. So that in itself is a huge feat. And our crew just never ceases to amaze me what they come up with. Um, They are so passionate about every detail, every shot. And uh, I hope it shows, especially now moving into season seven, it's it's much darker. and quite epic. Uh, <laughs> it's it's been a lot of uh, a lot of hard work and a lot of blood, sweat, and tears uh, in the good sense. Um, but you know, when I guess when you love doing what you do, it never feels like work. And that's very much sort of the attitude of everyone on our show. They're so happy to be there. They love um, they they love what we're creating and, and being able to tell these amazing stories
1: how far ahead do you, do you know or or can you kind of anticipate where your character's going and it is your character you i can't imagine at at, at this point and i think most people can't imagine anyone else playing grace uh, you've you've made her yours and uh, and wonderful but do you uh, do you have any uh well i mean what well, could you share with us how far in advance you know when something uh different is going to happen with grace
3: (laughs) well first of all thank you for such kind words it it means so much um it means the world how everyone's embraced grace and taken her in um and and found her accessible and relatable uh that means so much to me as an actor Uh, as far as grace goes i mean gosh I think part of the excitement of playing grace is not knowing from moment to moment what's going to happen especially because we're in the apocalypse but in grace's situation in particular you know she's been exposed to high amounts of radiation um back from when we first met her in season five um and and she's been through this very difficult and challenging journey especially last season um, with losing the baby and the baby having absorbed a lot of the radiation, but it still doesn't put her out of the woods yet. Um, she's she's very much still been exposed to radiation. So um, I think I enjoy playing into the idea that we don't know when Grace's last moments will be. Um, hopefully it'll be a while yet down the road, but um, we, we just don't know. So she... It's all about her living from moment to moment and trying to navigate through whatever challenges. And certainly in season seven, it is about navigating through her grief um, and also navigating against this grim reality, which she knows all too well about and the the repercussions of this nuclear fallout and what that means and that impact it will have on everyone uh, and the people she loves and cares about.
1: Karen David, congratulations on your, your body of work. It's terrific, even beyond Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, can you give us a website or a social media site? And if there's anything else you want to leave us with, feel free to. But before you go, give us a website or a social media site where we could follow along with go, what goes on with you.
3: Oh, I would love that. Please, anyone listening, come and say hello. Um, it's, I, I'm, that's one thing I'm really proud of with my social media pages is the amazing human beings that follow me and fostering this very kind community on my pages. So please do come and say hello. On Instagram, I'm at Karen David, official. On Twitter, I'm at Karen David. Uh, And I do do these Tea with Karen sessions because I have a great fondness for tea, being from England. (laughs) So, um, And I talk to um, some amazing human beings that I I have had the pleasure of working with and have become really good friends with. And we just talk about navigating through this reality we're all going through called the pandemic. So um, over a cup of tea. So that website is um, teawithkaren.com.
1: Uh, Karen, thank you very much for being here. Thank you so much
3: for having me.
1: Karen David, everyone, wonderful actress. Uh, you know her as Grace. You know her as Grace on Fear the Walking Dead. And uh, she's uh, she's done so much uh, more than that. Uh, you know, some Bollywood work and some, uh, you know, some extended work, some one-offs, of course. But uh, yeah, she's... Uh, uh, terrific actress and again she's getting uh, accolades everywhere you look for her role for her work as, as the role of grace in a fear of the walking dead and it's upon us now and a new season is upon us and uh, you know again uh you know i'm a sopranos fan and i'm a, a breaking bad fan but the uh the walking dead Folks that, or uh, well, the folks that are really into the Walking Dead are really into the Walking Dead, and it's going to be one of those uh, those universes that last forever and last for a very long period of time. And you are going to get uh, more and more people over the years liking it, you know, and 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 watching it. It's it's not like once it leaves the uh, the uh regular rotation that uh, uh, people are going to forget about it sopranos have new fans every single year every single Day, month, whatever, and and so uh, so does Breaking Bad, and, and you know it's not like it'll have that kind of same popularity as as time goes on, but it's going to live forever. And Fear the Walking Dead, The Walking Dead, that whole universe is uh, is going to be one of those things. So many people in the horror genre of uh, uh, in the horror genre have. Pointed to, and I've asked them about uh, *Walking Dead* and *Fear the Walking Dead* uh, uh, about whether it gives uh, credence or or more of an audience to what they've done in the past, and they all say, "Yeah, of course." The the *Walking Dead* and and *Fear the Walking Dead* has made uh, the genre of horror much uh, much hotter, uh, much more acceptable, and and it's bringing Fans, uh, back to uh, to a genre that uh, you know that was uh, that was struggling. The, the old shows are, listen, the old shows, old movies that have anything to do with horror are benefiting from the success and the, the notoriety, the phenomenon. That is known as Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead, that whole universe. Frank McKay signing off. Karen David, who plays Grace on Fear the Walking Dead, has been our very special guest. We'll see you next time on Breaking It Down. This is Frank McKay.
0: It's Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. Long Island Vibes. On 107.1 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. Now, here's your host, Frank McKay.
1: I'd like to welcome everyone to breaking it down, Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, Vicki Schneps is here every Monday and she starts us out with uh, the the really some of the most important radio that you're gonna hear anywhere uh, because it has to do with what's happening on the East End and specifically Dan's Papers, Out and About in the Hamptons is the name of the segment and so many people respond to me and, and text me and say, uh, you know tell vicky to tell us about this and tell us about that and and she is she's she's uh sometimes she's a one-on paper hanger but she's got a great uh a great help out there she's got a wonderful staff and they they're always working hard but she's she's always always gets it together just an amazing amount of work comes from this lady she is the uh publisher of 88 different publications one for every key on the piano and uh again so much Great work comes out of her and her staff. Vicki Schnapps, uh, Lashana Tova, if I have that right. Thank light. you,
4: thank you. That's a Happy New Year to everybody. We're very, uh, this is the time of year we all come uh, together. It's uh, the big family time. A lot of people go to synagogue on the two days of the holidays, which will be Monday and Tuesday. But it's uh, really a celebration of the new year that has been going on for almost 3000 years. Since time began and Adam came on earth and Eve as the perfect man and the perfect woman uh, that has been a celebration uh, to really stop and to take remembrance and to um, celebrate that it should be a healthy New Year. So people go around saying, wish you happy New Year, a healthy New Year, a prosperous New Year, a joyous New Year, so that everybody is uh, very much into the mode of that. And for people out of the East End and in Long Island, all the synagogues, whether you be uh, reformed, Conservative or Orthodox or a believer in the uh, Lubavitcher movement, there are Chabad houses in almost every community on Long Island that you can be going to services. They welcome people who are not Jewish. They are happy to have you there uh, because it really is an inclusive holiday to uh, wish everybody well. So it's, uh, you know, we start with Rosh Hashanah and then the week after is Yom Kippur where, you know, you're Catholic and, you know, you have to give forgiveness ask forgiveness constantly but in the jewish faith we ask forgiveness one time a year and that is yom kippur and that will be coming the following week so it's the beginning of a very joyous holiday and i'm happy to be spending it with my family with friends and everybody in these uh, East Ends and Long Island, please feel, you can participate. Uh, just look up in your local community. There's a thing called Google. Have you heard of that, Frank?
1: Yeah, I, I've heard of it just just recently, okay,
4: right? Google, services. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, uh, for me, I go to the Hampton Synagogue in West Hampton Beach. And I'm very blessed that the Rabbi Mark Schneier's mom is staying with me she came up from palm beach we met each other when i started dan's papers palm beach last year and we became like sisters and she's staying with me and we're going to be going to services together and the big beauty of the services in hampton synagogue is the fabulous music You go and you just sit and close your eyes. You feel transported because the cantor is like listening to someone from the Metropolitan Opera's voice and a choir of eight people that enhance the the cantor's voices. So that is a joyous break from reality. That's how I look
1: at it wonderful i, I can yeah. imagine who's that that synagogue i mean that's uh you know that's uh the synagogue of uh of the hamptons uh, and and really such such a, a wonderful reputation and the music is uh is supposed to be as you just said it's just top notch and the voices uh right the, the cantor is so wonderful uh just uh great stuff there vicky
4: well, you know, the uh, the thing I've got to brag about most and to welcome everyone is that they just installed the Chihuly Menorah was installed in Jack's House, which is a block long center created for children in West Hampton Beach. And last night was the dedication of that menorah. And Chihuly, for those that don't know, is considered the Tiffany of modern day. He is the world-class creator of glass sculptures. Some of you may have had the chance to go up uh, to the Bronx Botanical Gardens. They had an installation amidst the beautiful plantings for his absolutely magnificent pieces. And I had the treat of going with the synagogue group to Seattle, Washington with a master. Chihuly has his workrooms and we saw his team creating uh, the glass and blowing the glass and the colors are spectacular, brilliant jewel tones and this has never been done by Chihuly, he's over 80 years old and he has now for the first time in his life created a menorah in his fabulous glass and it is a sparkling blue like the sea he said i wanted to iran south west hampton beach i wanted to have the colors of the sky and the colors of the water and he achieved his goal in a menorah and it is now enhancing the children's center in west hampton beach where there's literally a block long creation with a Children's Center with classrooms, with music rooms, with a uh, they're creating a pool and a basketball court and a baseball field and tennis courts. So they're really transforming the entire West Hampton Beach community with new services that will be available for everybody who wants to come and observe the beautiful Chihuly installations of the windows. Now menorah he created an arc of light that has been the first in his career so this man is a master and he's right in our backyard for everybody to come and enjoy so I'm really happy to be able to report that to you Frank
1: yeah I mean an artist a real artist to, to do something like that and you know this is something that could last uh, for generations and and to be our, on the ground floor to, to see that and witness that is uh, is just a wonderful thing for the for the people out here to see
4: well, you know, I think that the Hamptons, someone said to me, Vicki, aren't you bored now? I said, no, just because Labor Day came and left. Well, now is the glory of the autumn in the Hamptons. In fact, we have at Dan's Papers a, a photo contest going on. So it's called, you can send to photo editor at danspapers.com. That's photoeditor.com at danspapers.com, the wonderful pictures you take of the autumn scene. So the theme for the month of October Uh, all kinds of autumn scene pictures. And you know, I've had the pleasure of uh, driving down some of the roads and seeing the pumpkin farms and the crowds of people and the creations of pumpkins. And little by little, some of the leaves are starting to turn. But the sun is different. The sun is spectacular out here, Frank. And to be able to photograph it, we decided we, for the month of October, we will have our theme of all the photos, you can email them you can go to our office at 2036 county road 39 you'll, you'll recognize us we have a beautiful sculpture of dan routine the founder of Dan's i page. love
1: that oh my god i love that
4: <laughs> i have him perched right there at the foot of the building 2036 39 you can't miss it but the irony frank is that he's on a lobster because he started in Montauk. He started his papers, Dan's papers in Montauk. But ironically, across County Road 39, Diagonal is the Lobster Inn. So huh. they renamed it the man of lobster. And so here we have Dan on the lobster. And there's the lobster. You can go eat them <laughs> right across the street.
1: Yeah.
4: How many comments? <laughs> who, could, who, could, who could figure it out? I mean, who could make this up?
1: Who how many <laughs> comments have you gotten on that sculpture since you've put it up? I mean, it is, it is outstanding. And it's, it's my announcement that we're in the Hamptons. Uh, how many people have commented on that? Well, people, you know,
4: love it, but now it's a landmark. So we're very proud to have Dan's papers coming out of that building with Dan holding up the flag. You know, I'm very proud to be an American. Yep. And we have that flag in his hand flying with him on the lobster with his hat, signature hat on his head. So, you know, if anyone's coming into, uh, coming on County Road 39, look to your right. When the slap explodes. Well, 35 miles an hour, because there's a gas station right ahead. And so it's the best gas station because it's full service. I love that gas station. That's where I go to fill up. And I think it's a great place for all of you. So I hope all of you are going to come out with this wonderful, beautiful uh, weather. October it's glorious here and we'll share later on if you have time Frank to share the some of the great things happening this coming weekend
1: absolutely and we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back more with Vicki Schnepp's Dan's Papers out and about in the Hamptons, and uh, it just, it just I, I look forward to it every week, and I know so many people do. Vicki Schneps, right after this, we'll be right back and let you know what's going on out here. Uh, Dan's Papers out and about in the Hamptons with Vicky Schneps. We'll be back right after this with breaking it down. Thank
0: you. In many ways, Long Island is the story of America. It's Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. Long Island is definitely the place for you. Now, here's your host, Frank McKay, on 107.1 WLIRFM Hampton Bays.
1: I'd like to welcome everyone back to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. Uh, much more importantly, Dan's paper is out and about in the Hamptons with Vicki Schnepp's uh, our part two. From this week, and and she is she is wonderful. You got to tune in every Monday, and uh, Vicky will tell you exactly where to go. Uh, Vicky, welcome back. Thank you. So
4: good to be back. And I, you know, love the fact that we have this uh, little cooler air coming to us. I usually swim every day. And I just, um, you know, if it's the mornings, I'm I, I'm like an 8 to 9 a.m. swimmer. But uh, it's been a little chilly. But I keep the pool at 90 degrees. Wow. So I am still swimming away every day. And uh, swimming away, I'm swimming into uh, this season of morning. Wonderful, wonderful events happening around the Hamptons. And I think, you know, if, if everybody reads danspapers.com, they will see the details of many of the exciting things that happen. The Hamptons do not go to sleep, the Hamptons are alive and well and rock. <laughs> I wanted to share with you some of my favorite things that I think yeah. people might want to enjoy. And, uh, you know, there's going to be this, ready for this one? Bingo Bango at the Coast Grill on Noyak Road, which is Southampton. They are having a live show, and it is really going to be an opportunity to hear some great jazz. So, you know, this is a a beautiful kind of uh, evening on Friday night, September 30th, from 8 to 11 a.m. That's uh, something that um, I think people will really uh, uh, have lots of fun with. I also like that there's a jazz guitar player, Craig Boyd. That's going to be at the East Hampton Library. You know, a lot of the libraries do great things out here, and all of the things as a rule are free. So you can't beat that. And October 1st is this jazz guitar musician who is going to be performing October 1st from 1 to 2.30 at the East Hampton Library. So I think that's something that music lovers would love. And then, of course, there's the Southampton Fest. And that's starting October 1st, and that's going to be in the afternoon at the Agawan Park, and that is uh, down by Pond Lane, so that's a lovely thing. And then this past week, I was at the Bay Street Theater. The Bay Street Theater is an institution in Sag Harbor, and really the whole East End, because they have such professional performances, and I'm so proud to um, be a sponsor and be part of that Unique live theater. And this weekend, if you're a member Woodstock, Frank, oh, remember you better believe it, it. Well, they're going to have a 1960s reinvestment of, uh, you know, that whole world of uh, Woodstock. And they're asking everyone to dress up in
1: 1960 girls. Like hippies. So, like dig hippie into girl. your wardrobe, everybody. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds fun. Uh, That sounds enjoyable.
4: Doesn't that sound like like fun? Because I think, you know, one of the things about life is you got to laugh. you got to have fun. And uh, Saturday night, uh, last week, they had uh, comedians at the Santa Copa Theater. And then I saw a wonderful movie about people who give. And the kind of feeling people have when they give to others. How much they get back personally And these philanthropists Presented different people Who give back And the theme of the movie Was that you don't have to be rich To be a philanthropist When you give of your time That's a form of giving And that is the most precious thing To touch someone else And be able to affect their lives And so they say I call it. Ensign Caliber at the Bay Street Theater, they showed a very creative movie from people's lives who have given back. And I think in this time of year, you know, with all that goes on in our world, it's critically important to think have I helped anyone today? Have I been good to somebody? Have I been kind yeah. to someone? And that was reminding us all during that movie. So, uh, I I really, you know, so we we moved from something um, serious and something heartwarming over to something fun called fishing. (laughs) We have a fishing tournament going on in Montauk. I mean, where else should it be but in Montauk? And they're going to give a big prize to the person who catches the largest bluefish or or the largest striped bass. Imagine it's called surf fishing. And that should be great fun to watch those, those boats go out and the fish being caught and then shown. And that's going to start at noon at the westmost tip of the Nephilim Park, Monto. So if you're a fisherman or you love uh, fish, uh, you know, it's great to see the boats go out and to see how they bring those fish in. but uh, they're going to have some scales over there and they're going to weigh those guys and give out a lot of money in prizes so I think that is something and then you know would you believe this one this is very unique we're going to have the 5th annual ride and wine ride and wine benefit so you ride a few miles and then there's a wine tasting and that's going to be from uh, you know during the day on October 1st imagine I never heard of that before, but it's going to benefit a very interesting group called I Try, T R I. I Try, T R I. And this interestingly powerful group really helps people foster self respect and confidence. And you know, Frank, I think sometimes, no matter what we give our children, if we can give them the feeling of self respect, there is a no greater gift on earth than giving your child a feeling of self-esteem yeah. do you have,
1: you have that feeling enough you know, with you with your children For sure I mean uh, we have four children and that's that's our top priority you know before they leave and and again your kids never leave you of course right but uh, before they leave you want to make sure they uh, their confidence is in order and uh, a group like I try that's that's a, a unique uh um, you know, idea and uh, approach, uh, but it's something that's so vitally important to, to all of us as parents.
4: Well, you know, I think that uh, being giving positive reinforcement wherever possible, you know, we all have kids that do things that we get angry about, but I think somehow you never can stop it and say enough. I love you. The yeah. simple words, I love you. And that those simple words can mean so much, such power to a child to hear that he's loved or she's loved. So uh, that's a very interesting group, I Try. And uh, that is something that's going to be over um, in Bridgehampton on Scuttlehole Road, that uh, wind and wine. I love it. And then, of course, there are the farmer's markets. I write a column every week, Frank, called Victoria's Secrets. Yeah, and lovely. I write about my life. I'm like a bo- like a little girl with a diary. <laughs> and I write about where I go and what I do. And uh, this last week, I wrote about the wonderful farmer's market in West Hampton Beach. And it's, uh, it's on a great green. And in the middle is a gazebo. And I wrote how I felt like if I shut my eyes, I might hear the trombones burst blasting along as they did in The Music Man. I just saw that with Hugh Jackman in, um, you know, on Broadway. Yeah. And you have that 76 trombone lead the big parade. Well, the gazebo in the middle of this farmer's market had a very talented uh, guitarist singing and, and playing. But I just, if there's something magical about being out in uh, a, a park with uh, people from the town and uh, selling their wares people uh, seeing the beautiful flowers that come from these flowers you know that brought right from the farm the flower farm <laughs> right to the market and I bought a delicious uh, chocolate cake that's about a quarter of an inch thick but is so rich with deep chocolate and dark chocolate and I bought it and I served it my company and everybody loved it so these farmers markets have I call them uh, farmer entrepreneurs And they are people who really um, create very interesting uh, foods that uh, sometimes you just don't see them in the stores. So visit your farmer's markets. They're all over the towns. And again, uh, West Hampton Beach is even having a sidewalk sale on Saturday, October 1st. So if you're going to be out here, come to their sidewalk sale. But um, there's another thing that I – it's a little bit off our beaten path, Frank. It's in East Marichas, which is just west – Of West Hampton Beach. And they have something that I really would uh, originally want to know myself. They're having a Michelin star chef, Anita Lowe, who is going to be doing with San Pellegrino a tasting at this restaurant called Silly Philly in West Marich's on October 1st. So, you know, if you miss any of these details, DansPapers.com. We'll have the listings up online, and you can go and enjoy that, and be able to have a wonderful weekend of happenings. And then don't forget about the North Fork, everybody. There's great stuff on the North Fork. Just check out danspapers.com.
1: Papers dot Wonderful talking with you, Frank. Same here, Vicky. Wonderful as always, and you have a great New Year. And uh, and coming and to everyone out there who's celebrating. Um, uh, uh, Rosh Hashanah, uh, uh, you know, please have, uh, have the wonder, most wonderful new year and uh, coming up a uh, time of reflection, of course, with Yom Kippur and, uh, and, and everything that comes along with the High Holy Days. Uh, Frank McKay here. Vicki, thank you very much. Great job, as always. And you've been listening to Dan's papers out and about in the Hamptons, and the wonderful voice that you've been hearing is uh, the queen of all media. They say Howard Stern's the king of all media. Well, Vicky Schnapps is the queen of all media. Uh, 88 different outlets, and and, and again, uh, of course, uh, Long Island Press. And uh, and and Dan's papers—so many people know, but there's so many of them. If we listed all of them, we'd we'd need another hour. Well, listen, Frank. Come- I, yeah. I just
4: want to put in—I want to put in a fast plug to my Noticia, Please. which is my Spanish-language paper in Long Island on the East End.
1: Wonderful. Uh, have a great week, everybody. Have a great week, Vicky Schneps. Everyone, Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down.
0: This is Breaking It Down with your host, Frank McKay, on 1071 W L I R F M Hampton Bays.